Well, it's opening weekend for Major League Soccer. I'll be at Bank of America Stadium Saturday night as Charlotte FC host NYC FC. A crowd of 70,000 expected. If you'll be there, let me know. Love to say hi. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, February 23rd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Thanks for listening to the Buzzcast. It's late February. And Major League Baseball is trying to build on last year's momentum. But all the conversation coming out of spring training is about uncomfortable jerseys and see-through pants. Now, not a good week for Nike or Fanatics. But is this much ado about nothing or will this continue to dominate headlines heading into the season? Baseball says the new uniforms improve mobility because they're stretchier and they'll also dry faster. They also believe the lettering is less bulky and they want to make uniforms more breathable and comfortable. Yet players have pushed back every step of the way here. Something did not go right in the planning and distribution and communication phase of this rollout. Let's see if it continues to build or whether, again, it's much ado about nothing. Let's move on. In a big move in the NIL space, Electronic Arts sent out offers to over 11,000 student-athletes, every scholarship player from the 134 FBS programs. This is for the upcoming EA Sports College Football 25 video game that will be out this summer. Remember, they are bringing this game back after it being dormant for years because of concerns and issues over the use of players' names and image and likeness. So now, each offer to the 11,000 athletes is for $600. Regardless of position or school, the offers will go out to up to 85 scholarship athletes on each roster. Players may opt in or opt out after receiving their offer. Those who opt out obviously will not be in the game. They will be replaced by generic players with stats that reflect certain levels of a position with the team. Those who opt out will be replaced by generic players. Now, if they do opt in, there'll also be other NIL opportunities for the athletes to work with EA Sports. They can do social media posts, uh, on-campus promotions, or they can even be the game's cover athlete. So this has been a long time in the making. The game will be out this summer. I remember speaking to a college official. He anticipated every athlete to opt in. I'm sure there'll be some that won't, but this is a story worth watching and a big effort by Electronic Arts. More intrigue around the Chicago White Sox and owner Jerry Reinsdorf, who is starting to lay the foundation for why he wants a new ballpark. He said that the financing of the ballpark would require more than a billion dollars in subsidies from an existing tax on Chicago hotel rooms, but you'd also need up to $900 million in infrastructure work. So this is a big ask, and he's trying to move fast on this because he wants to start construction. He wants to be in a new ballpark by the 2028 season. So ambitious timeline for Jerry Reinsdorf. He also admitted the White Sox and the Chicago Bears are competing for public financing and that the two teams are trying to work out a mutually beneficial deal. But he did say there is no chance of sharing a facility in Chicago. 
a couple of other items. Reinsdorf said that the team, the White Sox, almost certainly will be sold after his death. That's interesting because there's no family succession plan here. And Reinsdorf said he is trying to secure a long-term ballpark and lease deal to prevent the White Sox from moving to Nashville or Salt Lake City or any other location. So more details are beginning to emerge on this situation, and we've talked a lot about the competitive facility positioning in Chicago. Let's stay with kind of expansion because we talked about how Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith really wants to elevate the profile of Utah through sports. And just look at the things going on in that region. First, the Utah legislature revealed a $1 billion plan to create a new NHL arena in downtown Salt Lake City. This comes after state leaders revealed a plan to invest $900 million to build a major league ballpark on the city's west side. So what does this mean? Well, there's work to do, of course, but leaders in Salt Lake City could create a sports and entertainment project area of up to 50 acres, which would allow for a new arena. There are certain tax mechanisms to fund the projects. The money will be used to build a new arena for either the Jazz, probably the Jazz, a professional hockey team, potentially both. So it's uncertain if this is Ryan Smith leveraging for a new facility for the Jazz, a multi-use facility, or whether the Jazz would stay at Delta Center and the new hockey team could potentially play in this new facility. Meanwhile, a separate measure would issue up to $900 million in bonds to pay for a new baseball ballpark. Now, Salt Lake City has quickly emerged as a clear leader or possible front runner for any new MLB franchise. And so Utah is really looking at sports as a way to amplify their profile. They're looking at not just the NHL, but also Major League Baseball. They have some power players behind these initiatives. And so do not sleep on the efforts around Utah and Salt Lake City. You know, one of the biggest topics of conversation at the NBA All-Star Game in Indianapolis was about what Los Angeles Clippers owner Steve Ballmer is building with the Intuit Dome. Why is this interesting? Well, because Steve Ballmer's vision at his privately financed $2 billion plus arena runs directly counter to what every other owner would do with a new arena. As my colleague Brett McCormick reported recently, Ballmer has structured the fan experience in this building to how he watches basketball. Ballmer is known to focus on the game. So at his new arena, you won't see a lot of the things you see in all these new venues. You won't see a lot of social and open areas. You don't see televisions in the suites. There will be a very limited view into the lower bowl from the concourse. Many facilities want a lot of open areas where people can graze, socialize, peek in and look at the game. Not here. Also at Intuit Dome, there'll be a record number of bathrooms and each food station will largely serve the exact offerings. Why? Because Balmer believes that expedites fans getting back to their seats and watching the game. So in other words, he wants you to focus on the court, not on long lines, not on figuring out what your food choices are. 
and he certainly doesn't want you looking down on your phone. He calls it a heads-up experience. It's all a gamble, and as someone told me in Indianapolis, he's building a building for one. Well, it's not a building for one, but I see what they were getting at. I absolutely love Steve Ballmer's passion and his attention to detail. You ask anyone who's toured that building with him, and they will share that Steve Ballmer knows the reason behind every fixture at the Intuit Dome. But will this news type of experience in the arena, will that work for the fans? That's a good question, and that's why Steve Ballmer's bold bet has everybody's attention. And so that is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, February 23rd. I'm Abe Madcor. Thanks for listening to the Buzzcast. Remember, if you're at Charlotte FC's opening match, let me know. Also, stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday.